0: I'm a little overdue with this video, but I realized that I haven't done a video on New Year's Eve, and it was such an eventful night that it it was just so much, and if I recall, I believe my phone wasn't charging properly when I was on the continent, and it was practically dying by the time we got out. Um, also I was having so much fun that I really did not think about pulling out my phone I was just having good conversations I was enjoying all the entertainment the music and uh, I had a little incident um that could have turned out differently and I'll have to tell you all about that but I called this movie about New Year's Eve because it made me think of that movie with um that was called About Last Night and it had Regina Hall and Michael Ealy, Kevin Hart and what is his sister's name? I'm not really familiar with her but I think it's Joy, Joy Bryant and uh, Paula Patton was in it too. When I tell you that movie is hysterical, I love the dynamic between Regina Hall and Kevin especially when they're in the bar and they barely touch each other and they start screaming in the bar and they just carrying on I cry laughing every time I see that so anyway let me tell you about New Year's Eve so we decide that we're gonna go out New Year's Eve and we're thinking about different places to go because all these places have something going on in the Gambia right so this sister tells us like We got to go to HypoLink because HypoLink has um, live entertainment, they have a DJ, and they're serving food. So we figured, well, you know, if they're serving food and everything else, then this is some place we should go to because it'll be worth the money, which I think might have been about $28 maybe in American dollars, but we figured for all of that, it was well worth it, and we'd be supporting black owned establishment right that's always the mission buy black sell black the whole bit so the evening was it was strange because we, we received phone calls folks kept telling us all day you need to leave four to five hours in advance because it's so much traffic the single lanes Know you're going to be held up in traffic because everybody's on the roads. Make sure you leave in enough time. Despite all the warnings, somehow my host, as well as our ride, end up leaving maybe two or three hours before. So yeah, it was a mission trying to get around. We were able to get from Bruford to turntable without a whole lot of traffic but after that, it was messy, there was traffic, there was holdups, there was an issue trying to get a ride, it was just a whole lot going on, it was a whole lot, so, let me see now, we get to uh, Hyperlink, and we order our food, now, Amon and I are the first ones to sit at the table, so we order our food. Give the lady a little ticket that says we have, you know, we paid for food, as well as to sit in this, like, VIP area. So we give our tickets. So as the night progresses, Aman and I get up and dance, you know, we I dance with the ladies. You know, we just having a ball. All of us are out wanting to dance for just dancing. Um, It's cool because a DJ, the DJ is a Husband and wife pair, male and female, they hitting the beast, they playing the reggae, they doing a little bit of everything. And they, you know, the the husband is like the actual MC, and the wife is like hitting the music. So that was really cool. So they went. And then um, the brother from Follow My Journey, he is. Part of the presenting crew, he's in like an MC for the night. So he introduces all these different groups, and these groups are: there's comedians, there's a young singer, there is. Um, I'm trying to think what I feel like there was something else. It, it was just so much. It was so much. So there was a the singer, there was the comedians. Oh, and it was another brother who I believe is a, is a live um, is a real like hip hop artist in the Gambia. I'm gonna have to get his name, but um, he was very talented. Um, I understand he causes a little controversy with his music, so I'm gonna have to get his name and leave it in the description. But I, I heard something that he did something related to religion and people didn't care for and He might've been dropped by his label. I'm not sure, but he gave us the fever that night because he was, he was on point. His music was really good. I appreciated his sound. I appreciated his talent, um, that he brought. So it, it was good. And when I tell you it was well worth the money and we just danced and had a good time and we took pictures and we socialized and it was really, really nice. Um, we had planned to go somewhere else but because of my situation that happened I thought it would be best to go home so let me tell you about that so I saw someone that I thought I recognized from an interview and this person was supposed to be someone that was spiritual and I'm not really sure what the energy was with her, but I will say when I went to walk out of the dance area and I walked past her, there was a step down that you couldn't see in the dark. So when I went to walk around her because she was talking to someone, I went into that step down. And when I tell you all of my weight went on my foot, You know, when you're not prepared, I kind of turned my foot. So I sprained it a little bit. Like I literally, when I went down, it was, she was talking to someone. She had her back to where I was. There was a guy and a girl. And it was so strange because when I went down, it was like no one saw it. I felt it happen, but no one saw it. So I just kind of like gathered myself. I mean, if someone did see it, maybe they just thought I was stopping to pick up something. I don't know. But, you know, I just kind of got stood up straight, kept walking. You know, my mother taught me when you trip, you spin around, act like you're dancing, keep moving. Except with this one, I wasn't doing no spins because I literally could feel like pain kind of like I couldn't quite step on my foot. So I proceeded to the bathroom. I came back But every time I tried to stand or sit or move my foot, I could feel that pain. And all I kept thinking was, this is what people be talking about, about medical care. If I was in the States, would I run to an emergency room? I'm here, what should I do? So I said, you know what? I can still move my foot. Um, I think the best thing to do is to stay off of it. And when I get home, I'll try to put something cold you know ice is not really a popular thing so I was like maybe I can find like a bag of frozen vegetables or something in the freezer and I'll ice it so it doesn't swell so we finally decided that we were gonna go home we made our way home and um I don't know why I feel like something else happened at night but I want to check my resources to make sure I'm not mixing my nights up because it was so much going on and I did have a little drink I had a drink, too. Amon had, like, um let me see, what did Diva V buy us? We had some kind of sorrel drink. Yeah, it was some type of sorrel drink, and Amon had a shot of rum with his. So, it was something that made it extra strong, you know. Um, nevertheless... I decided that it was best that we go home and not try to go any anywhere else because my foot was really bothering me. so we got home and uh, that you know a little bit it was a, the traffic had eased up at that point so when we finally got home there was a, a bucket of water because we always pull extra water you know we save it for reserve in case the, the water is running slow or something like that and I remember the water just being kind of cold and I stuck my foot in the water cold water kind of get to it and I made sure that when I lay down at night that I elevated my foot so that if it wouldn't be any swelling um by the time I got up in the morning I was fine it was very strange it was very strange but all I could think was um how things work sometimes maybe I wasn't meant to connect with that individual maybe I wasn't supposed to be around I don't know but I pay attention when things happen and I just leave it at that But, um, outside of that, like I said, Hyperlink was the place to be, okay? It wasn't a, it wasn't a a handful, I could say, you know, it was probably like 20, 30 people, kind of sporadic. It wasn't packed or anything, but it was nice. It was nice. The DJ was nice. The couple was on point. I actually bumped into them at the market. I told them how much I enjoyed them playing, um, met some other people, was introduced to a few folks, reconnected with some people that I had met when I first arrived. They were all there, you know, and everybody just hung out. It was good vibes. It was a good time. The one thing I remember the most is um, dancing under the stars with my son. You know, we was just looking up at the sky. Oh, and it was fireworks. I'm telling you, it was so much that my head was just kind of like, and that's why I like to pull out my phone, pull out, because I forget stuff. But yeah, there was the the comedian, the dancers, the two entertainers. was a male and a female. There was fireworks. There was food. The only complaint I had about the night I told you, all uh, me and Ma gave our tickets first, right? So, you know, we sitting there about an hour, two hours. Everybody getting their food. So, me and Ma are like, okay, you know, this is kind of strange. We know they slow and they take a long time, but this is really long. So, finally, I pull the manager over, who is the owner. You know, I got to meet the brother previously, and I said, you know, it. It's an amazing event, and, you know, I don't mean to complain, but what's up with the food? He's like, what do you mean? I said, we were the first ones to sit down. I see people getting what we ordered. Like, they had chicken on the menu. They had fish. I ordered fish. You know, my always gets chicken. He was like, oh, no, let me go check. Let me go check. So, he goes to check. He comes back. He says that the, the waitress somehow... Somebody grabbed our order, gave it to someone else. And I'm okay with that, but when do you give us our order, right? So he came back with drinks. You know, he tried to make up for the misunderstanding, asked us what he could get us. So she finally brings the food. And I have to remind her to bring ketchup. And I have to remind her for all the things that I wanted initially. And uh, we got the food. And it was decent. You know, it wasn't... best that I've had but it was it was good it was okay Amon had the chicken um he felt like his chicken was a little burnt the grill and I had the fish which was tasty it wasn't seasoned particularly well like I had street food that was better and I don't know if it was because last minute that he had to put something together I don't know so that was the only thing that I was just kind of like come on you don't have people waiting all night like that just for a plate of food Um, And then when it comes, it's not even on point, you know. So it was okay, but I have to say, minus the food, the rest of the evening was a lot. Entertainment, dance, the music, people, and the fireworks—it was beautiful. It was really beautiful, and it was folks would, um, you know, they had videos and they were taking pictures, so it was a lot. It was a lot going on. I'm sure that somebody probably have some type of footage from that night one of the brothers or sisters from the uk um, i had to get in touch with folks to see who actually might have posted something and refer you all to their channel but i was just so caught up in all that was going on besides being hungry that's probably why i couldn't concentrate but um it was a good night it was a good night it was a memorable night and i remember someone was taking a picture of a and i and one of the sisters was telling him yeah she dancing with her son and they they just was like you know so excited for us. so so many people showed us love just being mother and son on the continent so you know shout out happy new year's it was a blessing to leave junkie 2020 behind I don't have nothing to say about 2020 outside of I'm glad it's over. Glad to be in 2021. I will say the best part of 2020 was how it ended that I spent it on a continent. You know, you all know I came on a continent December 3rd. I was supposed to be on a continent December 1st, but my flight, you know, they didn't let us on a flight All that craziness. And then um, we came back to uh, PA January 10th got back on January 10th, so 40 days we spent on a continent, and um, it was a blessing, it was a blessing, I'm glad that last year has ended, and it ended perfectly for me, because I didn't even know it was Christmas, like, I remember being on a boat, and somebody was saying Merry Christmas, and I was looking at them like, why, and Merry Christmas, it's like 90 degrees, and I remember it's Christmas, people still expect gifts, but you know, we're not really into that, so... We are back in the States, and I'm planning my exodus, but I had to come on and tell y'all about New Year's, because it was a lot. It was a lot. I don't know if I would do it a little differently next time. I don't know that I need to be in a club for New Year's. I think that I would like to have a more private, personal thing going on, maybe at my new location, or I'm on a ship somewhere. You know, I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to do that next year, because hopefully I'll be spending you know, the next couple of New Year's and Christmases on the continent, so it should be interesting where I choose to do that, and I hope that you all will be there with me, so, Happy New Year, people, it's a new year, new things, new moves, right, and um, new goals, right, bringing those goals to fruition, so blessings, Happy New Year, again, it's never too late to say Happy New Year, because it's still new, we're still in January, want to thank you all for following. I want to thank all the subscribers and I especially want to thank the ladies that attended my Poshmark class tonight. We had our first online sales class tonight um, and the sisters were just amazing. They really were. Thank you for supporting. I hope that you got the information you needed. I can't wait to see you thrifting for your repack. Blessings, family. Random thought to share on day uh, 120th before my exit. I had a thought that we need to stop focusing on the differences between us and the diaspora and our brothers and sisters on the continent. I decided to make a list of how much we are alike, positive and negative combined, and just give you a little food for thought, right? So, one of the ways that I think we have in common is, um, you know, we gossip, right? Our folks gossip and they all in each other's business. And I see people on the continent doing the same thing, right? We call it gossip, and it's been made to seem like a negative thing. Um, But I think it could be negative and positive, right? Because we know that someone could be talking about you because they care about you, not necessarily because they're trying to cause you harm. The flip side of that is someone could be talking about you because they're envious of you, right? And then we can move on to our appreciation of good food. You know, both parties like greens, uh, both parties like meat, rice, potatoes, yams. You know, we have those things in common. Um, And eating healthy foods. See, on the continent, they don't have to make as much of an effort to eat healthy as we do just because we have to deal with all the pesticides provided for us by uh, Big Brother, if you will. Um, Then we can move into family and children. Um, You know, that's another piece, right? Family is, what can I say? It's one of those things that can't be replaced. Um, But I think we have learned to identify families in different ways. On the continent, they seem to have managed to maintain the traditional notion of family. In the diaspora, that notion of family has been altered, modified, watered down just because of, um, I believe it has to do with our environments, right? What we're affected by and our perception of things and our mindsets and uh, trying to integrate has allowed different things to seep in that could be good or bad. Um, And and the notion of extended family, right? Um, You know, having uh, grandparents and uncles and aunts and all of those folks around and knowing how important they are and and trying to stay near to them, even if we didn't live in the same home, still had that in the States, right? I have some of my fondest memories with my aunts and uncles. And, you know, losing my mom has brought my aunt and I even closer, you know? I always kind of looked at her as like, the baby of the family, but now she is the elder of the family, right? She has taken on a different role. Um, But extended family may have a different uh, notion on the continent. I mean, I think the part that I talked about is similar, but then they have the notion of polygamous families, right? So not only do you have the the additional wife or um, children, but you also have all that extended family that comes with it. I mean, talk about legacy, right? You know, we can sit back and judge and have our opinions of that, but we have extended families here. We just don't observe them officially or formally, right? We call them side chicks, right? Jump offs that end up with offspring. So I don't know. I mean, my mindset is I would rather know that a family was working together and building legacy versus making a bunch of illegitimate children that um, won't have a a legacy to follow, right? Because if the parent is not acknowledging them or they're not preparing for that child when they're not here, there's no support left for them. Um, you know, this notion of le- using the legal system, t- you know, that might be a big thing here in the States, but uh, on the continent, it's done a little differently. Um, I-, I see the police as protectors in certain countries, and in other countries, you know, they seem to abuse their power. We have that here, right? They definitely abuse their power. Um, but the policemen I met, which is kind and And I don't know, maybe because they look like me, I didn't feel like I had to fear them, you know? I also didn't visit countries where the policemen were not respectful or didn't respect the people. Um, You know, shout out to our brothers and sisters in Nigeria and other places that are dealing with police brutality. Um, Here in the States, you know, um, it's not new for us, but it was hidden for a long time. And unfortunately, losing brother George Floyd um, was just heartbreaking to see. Uh, You know, I actually never viewed that video and I don't plan to, quite honestly. Um, All I could do is say that he's walking with the ancestors and he's in a better place and that he will always be be remembered because his death has spurred, um, I think ignited a light under a lot of folks, right? Brought international attention. When I'm on the continent of Africa, I see his name on the continent of Africa on buildings and cars and different things. So it's a big deal, you know, that our brothers and sisters across uh, the world are supporting each other like we didn't have that before, right? We're reaching out and realizing you don't have to follow these Western concepts of individuality but we can move collectively and be powerful collectively. Um, The notion of spirituality, right, I think means different things to different people. On the continent, um, people speak of African spirituality. Uh, Here in the States, people kind of associate spirituality with religion, but we know that they're two very separate things, right? At least I do um and you know being a spiritual person is a different thing than um being a religious person right and trying to force your religion on people um we also talk about um pan africanism right that's another thing that is uh common across the world right folks that have this love for africa and believe that Africa is the motherland. Um, I mean, we could, let's talk about the European influences, right? I think that's equal on both sides. It just presents itself in different ways. Um, I don't know. When I look at some of the traditional African uh, clothing that the women wear, the jelly, um, the beautiful fabrics that they use I feel like many times the fabrics are amazing but they're cut in European stuff like old European styles um and that you know I don't really understand that so the jelly um we were talking about that and um how these clothes I don't know they just seem to be have European influences even though it's African fabric and our sisters look amazing and royal in them I just wish it was more of a traditional look or maybe somehow you know people have taken it into mind that it's a modern look because of the way it's cut I have to think about that but here in the states as you know uh, folks definitely have taken on um european styles you know like you know we act like it's a big deal to carry a designer label of a of a company that wants nothing to do with us we invest in companies that want nothing to do with us from pocketbooks to sneakers to clothing um you know some of these designers say straight out they don't want african folks black folks in their clothes that it brings down the value but. That doesn't stop our folks from purchasing. They're going to buy it anyway to make a point. Instead of saying, you don't have to worry about me carrying your items. I'll make my own designer line, you know. But we've gotten stuck on labels and uh, folks that don't care anything about our communities. Um... And it's so I guess what's so bad about that is that the young people do it too, right? Um... Maybe some of our young people are into other young designers or they follow the clothing lines of their favorite artists. The problem is that with that is that the artists oftentimes don't have to pay for their clothes. But you got these young people trying to find the funds to buy things that they really can't afford. They should be saving or investing in stock. But, you know, what can be done if they're not educated? And I'm sure that goes to the same thing on the continent except the young people there are limited in their opportunities and may resort to crimes or find themselves working for little wages and the languages right so you know our brothers and sisters on the continent like to say well you know I'm multilingual I can speak five languages and it's funny because most of those languages are usually the language of the European but they take such pride in that right I'm impressed when it's the various languages of the tribes because I feel like that was my stolen language, right? And then we have the languages that we speak here in the States. See, people don't want to recognize that we're multilingual as well, right? We speak the languages of the 2520. That is when you make sure that all of your vernacular is very well pronounced so that no one is mistaken by what you're trying to say. And then we speak slang right just like you know get up off your behind and do what I asked you to do see how that just changed up everything and then there's patois and patois is like that you know broken English and whatever Caribbean language right say uh, go upon the, let me see go over the hill and get this thing right Can you get this thing for me? Right? Get this thing for me. And a little French. Comment allez-vous? Je m'appelle. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? I'm going to stop right there. Because I know you all know the rest of that one. And I know speaking to friends. It would be like, Sapasse, You know. A little Bajan. You know, from my family. Where they say things like. Well, you ain't know he does have the cassava porn and he does have this thing and he know how to share with anybody else, right? So, you know, Bayesians always sound like they um singing. That's how I take it. They always sound like they singing. And then, you know, Jamaicans are raw with it, right? And, you know, I'm not going to go there because I could think of every bomba clod and all kind of language that we don't want to say. And then you have the trinnies who are fast-talking, and then you had Pig Latin, like I remember as a kid being like singing Pig Latin songs and talking to each other in different languages so your family didn't understand. And it was really nothing but throwing a bunch of Z's in the language, right? Uh, we used to do that too. So I felt like I was multilingual, right? I could switch it up around any Caribbean group I was with. i knew the foods, everything, but we don't get credit for that. But it matters because we had our different tribes as well. So, you know, we have that in common. Embracing our natural hair and products. Hmm. This is interesting because I see... all You know, a lot of our sisters are still stuck on the fake hair. Like, I don't really even know where else to go with that. Weaves and braids and calling it protective styles. But they're not really protecting their natural hair. So, you know, each is to his own with that. But Sisters on the Continent, are they into the wigs too? I see more straight wigs with Sisters on the Continent. Um yeah more straight wigs but definitely weaves lots of weaves here um i don't know what the numbers would be because the continent is so big and i only went to like three countries so i can't really account for all the sisters but the thing that is always disturbing to me is the people who lighten their skin like i just feel like they don't have self-love that they do that and i guess one day i'm gonna have to talk to a sister that has lightened her skin and have a discussion about why they feel like it's better That they've lightened their skin versus embracing the beautiful skin that they have and i guess our sisters here do the same thing except they don't bleach right they'll just lighten um with their foundation or the makeup and then put the straight hair and the fake eyes you know um and we can go on with the fake right the fake boobs and the fake behinds because it's just not enough what you have is not enough what your creator gave you is not enough um I don't know. I mean, I heard men were getting surgeries too now, right? Some men were getting pecs, and if you don't know what pecs are, that's like the chest muscles. Uh, Men were getting calves and, uh, you know, surgery in other places. So, I don't really hear about that on the continent too much. You know, these men walk around with their big bellies, and it don't seem to be a problem. But women feel the need to have to alter themselves. And they claim they do it for men, but I think they're really doing it for themselves. Um, let's see, I guess no one believes in working out anymore, so it's just easier to go get surgery, right? Um, I didn't see a lot of people exercising. I mostly saw men on the continent lifting weights. I didn't see a lot of females doing that. In the States, you know people are into fitness and working out, um, at least in gyms, so... I think they, they may have more homemade gyms on the continent, and I only saw like one or two. They probably had them in the hotels and stuff, but I didn't see that. Um, and music, you know, we love to dance. We are some dancing people, music. And I guess that, become, you know, comes from the very beginning, right? When you think about being in Africa and coming from tribes that celebrated with music and made the original instruments and that that's just a natural gift. And I'm not going to say it's a natural gift to dance because everybody can't dance, but if they can't dance, maybe they can sing. If they can't sing, maybe they can play an instrument. So, um, uh, but on a, the, the continent, you know, I saw a little bit of everything, people making instruments, drums, djembes, people singing with beautiful voices, Um, Playing any kind of music by ear, you know, and we have a lot of talented people here in the states as well You know and talking about music right and the talents we have to talk about how multi-talented we are I think in the states there's kind of this notion that you know Jack of all trades master of none when it's really jack of all trades mastering all Right one of my girlfriends said that to me. She said, you know, I say it a little differently and I like that she put it that way because sometimes you are good at a lot of things and you shouldn't have to narrow it down. And on a continent, you know, you every hustle you got, you bring out to, to survive, to make a living. And here we are taught to not do that, right? To focus on one thing. But we should be able to live our lives freely because we're all multi-talented on the continent and here. Let's see. Um, multiple jobs, right? We you know, for, uh, listen, I do. I have multiple hustles, right? We just talked about that. And they definitely have multiple jobs on the continent. And let's see what I have here. Yeah, I have this little saying where I talk about, uh, I, I guess we're moving to proverbs that's where i'm going with this right that we have proverbs that we have here in the states and african proverbs that they use um where they say stuff like you know um if a baby craps on your leg you don't cut off your leg i remember hearing a brother say that from africa and i thought that was so deep and if you just think about it it's true right so when you have a problem. Do you deal with do you address the problem or do you like you know just ruin everything in trying to address the problem? right? Is everything wrong or is that one thing wrong? Um, and then you know it's stuff like chew the fish, spit out the bones, right? That's one of my favorite sayings because I love that right You could take what you can get from this this knowledge and just get nothing else matters, right? Thank you for that information, but the rest doesn't apply. doesn't mean none of it's any good. It just means you can take what you can use from it. And if we all thought that way, we wouldn't have problems with, other, with what other people have to say or with them expressing themselves. Uh, the other piece, um, which was a situation I dealt with this evening, was people jumping to conclusions. You know, that's the one thing about texting that I think I don't like. Um, And it's a little more difficult when you're dealing with people on the continent because I think things get lost. Even though people claim to speak English, there are many things that are misinterpreted because of the way it's expressed. Like we could say something in the States or do something in the States. For example, someone talked about um, being robbed and feeling as if she were raped and someone in a chat took it as like you're exaggerating you know what are you talking about but we know in the states when we say rape we're talking about the violation we're not referring to the act right but someone on the continent would hear that and be like you know that's a brutal act like why would you and I get it I get it but it has a different connotation in the states right so I find that um you have to be careful with that because i think people on the continent take the english words very literal because it's not their first language and even if it is their first language because it's being interpreted in africa it's a different notion right so you know that's just something to think about when you're talking to people that they may understand what you're saying, the words, but do they really appreciate the meanings behind those words, right? And the same things with us, right, with Americans. Uh, You may hear someone on a continent say something and think they mean one thing, but that's not what they meant at all. So you really have to be clear, you know, and we're learning, we're all learning from each other. and we have, uh, we talked about the phrases. One of the things that I thought was kind of cool was that, you know, when they say madasi, um, which is thank you, we and say akwaba, uh, welcome, you're saying you're welcome to the person saying thank you. But if someone comes to your home, you also say welcome, right? Like welcome to my space, welcome to my home, um, you know, welcome to my podcast aquava so we use welcome the same way right you can welcome someone into your home or you can say you're welcome after they say thank you so that was a common term but my point of this long podcast (laughs) was to encourage you all to stop focusing on the differences and look at how much we are like we don't just look alike we are alike blessings family thanks for listening catch you in the next one